0: sugar show oh yes it's it's everything it's everything it's high heel shoes it's makeup it's wigs it's it's video games it's movies it's it's dungeons and dragons and world of warcraft it's it's about me the podcast is about me you should know this you downloaded the Jonas sugar show yes oh god this voice I, I sound like the author yes oh i need a nap. Well, hello darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugars show. Oh, yes. Oh, did it did it do. Hi everybody. Uh, so welcome back. Uh, we're having ourselves a, a new episode. It is it is Tuesday nights. I'm trying to do everything in one night. I tried to get myself super organized and said I can do it. I can do it. Okay. So we're going to do it. <laughs> so, girlies. Um, so we had a bit of a contest a little while back where we had posted and asked people, uh, uh, during a live show that we had done with Cam. One person has responded to the contest. So, congratulations to Sater. <laughs> uh, you definitely got it. Yes. The answer to the uh, question was the Wizard of Oz. So, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I felt it necessary to make sure that you get that out there. And I want to start right away. So last episode of Flashback, I had a conversation with myself, always, about Jake Gyllenhaal from Bubble Boy, which Jake Gyllenhaal in Bubble Boy was 21. And Jake Gyllenhaal in Prince of Persia was 30. And Jake Gyllenhaal this year is turning 40. So we are having... Which Jake Gyllenhaal is hotter? I am posting it out there 20, 30, 40. Um, so today um, I will post that on my social medias. So tell me which is your favorite Jake Gyllenhaal and get into it a lot uh, because they're all great. Um, I didn't use a bubble boy photo of <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal in his 20s. I used one of the sexier photos of him from his 20s because, I mean, every photo is great. Every photo is great, uh, but <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't have been fair. So, darlings, um, what have I been doing with my week? Yes, so I had a really normal week at work. Um, it has its moments; it has its up and downs, which everyone knows that I <laughs> I am dealing with it, and it's going well. I went a little crazy last week. And spent entirely too much money on groceries. And I realized when I was putting everything away, I'm like, what? I spent $150 on groceries. Then I realized how much stuff I was out of. Peanut butter, jelly, mayo, mustard. Like all those weird essentials that you don't realize that like you don't normally plan for. <laughs> so, about a lot of crap. German night. Uh, so, German night was... Amazing. Uh, we had so much fun. I am not a huge bratwurst fan. Well, no, I should rephrase that. I'm not a huge sausage fan, especially Italian sausages, uh, because I don't like those whole seeds that they put in there. But the bratwurst was delicious and with this super horseradishy mustard, so good. Um, my spetzel was okay. I don't know what happened, but something caused the dairy to split a little bit, so it was a little grainy, um, and I was kind of sad about that, but uh, the cucumber salad was delicious, it needed more dill, uh, but <laughs> almost everything I made was good, uh, but everything they uh, Corey and Cam provided were delicious, and they had some delicious German beer, and I had a German beer, and we watched Drag Race, and we had a good time, So, <laughs> so this week, I am recording my whole show early, because I have kind of a Long schedule ahead of me. So I am tomorrow. I'm going to be hanging out online, playing some World of Warcraft, uh, with, uh, Sater. Love me some Sater. Scott the Sater, who did give me permission. I did get permission to tell that story from last week. Um, and, uh, he thought it was amusing. Uh, thank goodness. And, um, and the boys from, the Gayish Podcast, which, that one, oh girl, that one has the most attractive voice. And I don't think they listen to my podcast, so I'm just going to say it, and girls, don't tell them. But that one, Mike, I think, I think it's Mike, ooh, his voice. He, Him and Daniel need to do a podcast called My Sexy Voice, where the two of them just... Read the telephone book. I don't care. <laughs> I, girls. So, uh, yeah, so I have that going on tomorrow and that is tons of fun because it, not only am I kind of trying to get myself back in a world of Warcraft, um, even though with the expansion rapidly approaching, I have just had no interest. Because I would rather wait for the expansion. Uh, so <laughs> I've been leveling because I've been trying to get to a level where I can actually play with other people's. And that's where it does get fun is when you can have that interaction with other people. Um, and, uh, Thursday, I'm having an outing with some friends that I haven't, like, my Sunday, my Saturday night game friends. Uh, Danielle and Tracy, which I love them so much, and I have not seen them in forever because all of our lives have been so crazy busy. Uh, we are getting together to have a social distance picnic where we're getting some wing nuts. Now, Cam and Corey have their own story about wing nuts, but I got to tell you all about wing nuts. So this place is in like one of those lodges um, that like, uh, I, I don't know, it's the like auxiliary something lodge. They rent a room. These are the biggest chicken wings you'll ever have. They're gigantic, monstrous chicken wings. They take forever to cook. So you order them and then you show up like an hour later and they're gonna be done. They are super crispy and the sauce is delicious. (laughs) And I am not a huge fan of chicken wings, but even talking about these, my mouth is watering. They are the best chicken wings. They are so good. Uh, So I am so excited to get some of those and more. I'm excited to see Tracy and Danielle again. And I'm sure Ryan, my roommate, is pissed that we're going there without him. Uh, But when he comes back up, um, he has his, I mean, he's in Florida. He can go to Disney whenever he wants now that it's reopened again, even though it's a hotbed of infection, but that's neither here nor there. So, (laughs) so darlings, let's get right into the ultimate of ultimates um there's a so many good stories this week i mean some of them are awful but i think i had a good week doing it so hey everybody two minutes of news yes country band lady antebellum in order to get past the name's racist undertones changed it to lady a even though there's been a blue singer named lady a for over 30 years and now they're suing her to share the name how's that whole thing about not trying to look racist make your own sofritas and adobo as the boycott of goya foods begins after the president praises trump saying we are blessed to have a leader like trump Fuck you the final chapter of the netflix series the chilling adventures of sabrina is upon us and i have a few requests i want to see more nick and lucifer wrestling shirtless and maybe with some insertion and more robin because he's adorable and and i guess the women can be in the show too The star of tonight's inappropriate sex dream, NASCAR daddy Jimmy Johnson, breaks his 663rd consecutive race streak when tested positive for COVID-19 right before the race, only to be retested the next day and be negative. California Attorneys General announces plans on Thursday to sue the Trump administration over a new policy that will block international students from staying in the U.S. even though their school classes have been moved online. After days of searching, the body of Naya Rivera has been found. She went missing after going onto a boat with her four-year-old son last week. It has been reported by Canadian network CTV that Canada will extend its border closures with the U.S. until August 21st. The CW show Batwoman has replaced Rose, who left the show with Javicia Leslie as a new character to lead the series. Good for you, girl. Gorgeous. YouTube star Shane Dawson has lost over a million followers this week after posting a video titled Taking Accountability, apologizing for previous videos including wearing blackface, using racial slurs, and joking about murder victims. Washington's NFL franchise has stated that they will change their name. Instead of the Redskins, how about the Orange Skins? And they can exclusively serve nothing but Diet Coke and cocktail wieners, and the baby Trump blimp can just do flyovers. And finally, after three decades, San Francisco is voting to allow gay bathhouses again. Yes! Two minutes of news. Yes! Okay, darlings, as usual, that took forever to record. So, (laughs) yes, that was a long, long uh, time to record. I decided to take a break, go have some dinner. Um, I made some dinner, and I was hanging out on Tumblr and i'm gonna have to watch this old guard because it seems like there is a good gay couple in there and i do love a show with a hot gay couple um and they kick ass uh watching them do this like fighting in unison beautiful thing so um yeah S- uh, before we get into two minutes of news recap i do want to just quickly because i mentioned netflix talk about right now i am currently watching um a lot of ncis not ncis i'm sorry a lot of criminal minds i love criminal minds uh it's something kind I can do in the background and something to help me kind of not be so stressed out. Um, when I am in the mood to focus on TV, I've been watching Picard on uh, I have CBS short term. I don't know how long I'll keep it. Um, But I have CBS. I'm enjoying that. (laughs) And I think that The Old Guard is going to be the next one. Um, Someone had recommended Warrior Nuns. I'm tempted. So if anyone has seen that, tell me about it. I'm curious. Uh, So that is kind of where I'm going to be right now, television-wise. I don't watch any live (laughs) television other than uh, watching Drag Race live. uh, Canada and um all stars with Corey and cam uh, on uh, friday nights which this weekend we're actually going to do on saturday we're going to have a brunch and watch that and uh, i'm going to take them to sam's club they've never been to a bulk food store uh like sam's club or bj's or costco before so we're going to go there so we can get some necessities i need yogurt I want those flips, and they have them on sale there. So um, <laughs> let's, let's recap two minutes of news real quick. There's a couple of really good stories in there. Uh, for me, the one that I was the most giddy and excited about, San Francisco is going to let bathhouses happen again. So I have never been to a bathhouse. I've had no interest of going to a bathhouse, but I do – I don't understand – Okay. I understand why they were closed. They were closed in 1980. It's in the article 82, I believe. Um, It was closed in the eighties to help curb the spread of HIV, 84. I'm sorry, 84, the year I was born, to help uh, curb the spread of HIV in uh, San Francisco. And nowadays with the age of PrEP and renewed rights for us, they have said that it's time to bring them back. It's time to let them have them. So it has passed the uh, Public Safety and Neighborhood Service Committee, and now it's going to go to the Board of Supervisors where they think it's going to pass there as well, um, which will allow them, once the COVID epidemic has has passed, they will allow the opening of these establishments um, following certain health and safety regulations, and they're not even joking. They, they know what they are. They're, con- they're calling them adult sex venues. So they are places for adults to meet for that. And I'm sorry, in today's society, I know that everyone's very perved out. I would rather people doing that than people doing it in the bushes at a park. Um, <laughs> so give them their space, let them do that, make sure that they're safe. Um, and they're all adults. Okay, until there's some crazy new virus, uh, because uh, people I have given up wearing condoms, um, but because uh, they're crazy. But I think that's interesting. I think it's great. And now New York's talking about telling, encouraging people to use glory holes. Like it's like we're returning to the '70s. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. I'm gonna let my bush grow. Um, <laughs> Lord, no one needs to think about that, uh, Lady Antebellum. This story pisses me off. So very quickly. So Lady Antebellum decides they want to change her name because Antebellum has something to do with the type of, I guess it's the type of house uh, from slavery. It's that house with the white, Pillars. Um, that's an antebellum style home. So they want to change her name. They change her name to Lady A. Well, there's already a Lady A. She has been around for 30 years. She's a beautiful African American blues singer. And she said, No, you can't have my name, bitch. And they are suing her to share it. And she's like, No. <laughs> so. Already, they said, oh, well, this isn't going to affect you. Well, it's already affecting her because when you search Lady A, you're finding Lady Antebellum and not her. She's like, you're taking away from me. Um, So she, to prove her point throughout this thing, like arbitrary number, like, fine, give me $10 million and you can have the name. And they said no. So it, it's in court. It's going to get ugly. I hope she wins because honestly, like they did it to not be racist, but to steal an African American, like to steal someone who's been around and has been using that name for 30 years. I think that's more racist. <laughs> so you're, you're like not going to prove your point. Pick a different name or just stick with the name and say, you know what? This is our name. Okay, like deal with it or change it to something that no one else has. Uh, so that's going to get ugly. If I have an update, I will give you an update or you can look at it on your own. It's an interesting story. Take it into Goya Foods. Um, I think is great. Uh, uh, Alexia Ocasio-Cortez is putting out her her family's adobo recipe, which is everything. Um, I don't like Goya's beans anyway, because most of the time um, I'll buy their beans. I don't like their seasoning at all all uh but their beans you need to soak them because whatever they put in that water is weird it gives them this weird taste you really need to soak them really good before you use them or it makes your food taste really weird so i don't know if it's chemicals or what it's just weird uh love me the chilling adventures of sabrina so much if you have (laughs) if you have not watched it please get into it it is fun for the whole family Um, By that, I mean um, adults that are into men and women. (laughs) They're all... Gorgeous, And there's representation all across the board. Um, and I'm sorry, when I can look at, when I can say Lucifer is hot as fuck and uh, I'm not talking about the show Lucifer. Oh God. Oh, the guy from Lucifer and the guy from Sabrina who plays Lucifer, the two Lucifer. Oh God, I'm gonna have a dream about that. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, the two Lucifers just going at it. Oh, help me Jesus. No, no, no. Help me Lucifer and Lucifer. Oh God. I'm sorry, moving on. I don't know. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know where I, I... I I just blacked out for a second. Um, Batwoman has replaced that character. I thought they said that they were not going to recast it, and I guess they're not recasting the character of Batwoman. She's going to be a new character, which is going to kind of drastically change the show, considering the show is called Batwoman. Um, I know nothing about NASCAR, but Jimmy Johnson is hot uh um canada don't ever open your borders again Uh, we're never gonna get our shit together um we are gonna become we are five seconds away from becoming mad max in the thunderdome anyway uh so you should just build a wall a big wall to keep us out of canada to protect yourselves because uh we're fucked up here in america um sean uh, dawson is a piece of shit One of his videos from the past uh, shows him appearing to pretend to masturbate in front of a Disney poster of Willow Smith, who was 11 at the time. He was in his 20s um, during her whip my hair song, uh, and her brother and her mother have both tweeted their disgust. She she has said that she no, she's done. Um, And this apology, this apology, like all the other apologies having right now. They just don't seem sincere. They just seem to be a mess. Uh, so, bye, bitch. Um Moving on, the Redskins are talking about other names for their... Uh, organization, I know that right now uh, there's a poll that's going around and there's talk about Red Tails after the Tuskegee Airmen, which I think is appropriate right now. Um, there's discussion about the term warriors, but they want to use an arrowhead for the warriors, but that will not work because the whole point is that you have to trend away from taking other someone else's culture. Uh, so an arrowhead is still something that is going to be part of Native American culture. So no, you can't do it. Uh, And Naya Rivera, oh, my darling Naya Rivera, so sad. So very, very sad. Um, They said that in the last moments of her life, she used what energy she had left to get her four-year-old out of the water and onto the boat before she drowned. Um, It's heartbreaking. And the videos people are posting of of songs she sang on Glee, heartbreaking. So I am so sad knowing that... um, Her father and her ex-husband, Ryan Dorsey, were part of the recovery missions to try and find her. It's just, it's heartbreaking. So, okay, darlings. I'm going to move on to my main topic that I have tried to carve out a, a bit of time for. I've recorded this too many times, uh, because I ramble, and everyone knows that about me, and I'm going to try and be as precise. I'm going to try and give you guys a deep dive of the video game franchise Assassin's Creed, which is probably well more than a 10-minute conversation, but I will do my very best. Uh, so if you are not a video game enthusiast, if you do not think that that is going to be interesting to you, I will say goodbye now, darlings. I love you. Kisses. Don't forget to go out and, uh, vote for your favorite Jill and, uh, uh, find me on the social medias. Send me a message. Love to talk to all of you. Uh, kisses. Bye. Okay, so now with them gone, let's get into some video games here. Now, I recently finished the second, the newest incarnation of the series, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But let's get back to the very beginning on what this game is. Now, if you've never played this game, I'm going to try to give you guys a general rundown. This game is uh, fought, this game is pretty much a war between two secret societies. One of them, The Brotherhood of Assassins. Now, the assassins fight for freedom and liberty for all people. Um, They are mostly the protagonists of every game. And uh, they're idealistic and very honest. And they're fucking assassins, so they're Um, kick-ass. They are opposed by the Order of Templars. uh, Those Templars from the Crusades Templars. But they're even older than you know. Um, They are all about peace. Uh, They're all about peace and order through power and unfortunately where there is power there is greed. Uh, They are willing to go about any means to stay in power and to control how they want history to go. I'm not going to say good, I'm not going to say evil. They want peace but it's peace that they have controlled. So these two sides are much older than we know uh, when the first game comes out and they're constantly fighting over pieces of eden these are ancient and powerful artifacts from a civilization that existed before humans called the isu now the isu um are where we base our God structure off of, so what I found in Odyssey, being ancient Grecian mythology, is that Hades and uh, Poseidon, these these gods that that people worshipped and people uh, prayed to, were real Isu um, at one point, and they just kind of let themselves be treated as gods and prayed to. Um, they knew that their end was coming thanks to a solar flare, and they chose to, some genetically, some through memories, um, seed as much as they can into the human race to help the humans uh, continue on, um, even after they are gone. So, what happens that you're experiencing these various time frames, that I'm going to ancient Greece, is genetic memory. So, my blood contains the genetic memory of everyone who's ever shared my blood going back until the beginning. Uh, so through a process, through a device called the Animus, you literally relive the life of a person that you're genetically uh, connected to. So a lot of these games, though you're going to ancient Greece or, or the French Revolution or the Italian Renaissance, they're set in present time because the story you're all just in a vr uh vr experience so to speak so so it's interesting um that's where it gets fun so main character you tend to run into a lot is desmond miles uh for the first few games he is all over the place um i won't tell you what happens to him but i will say yeah there's a lot going on there so the original game um Assassin's Creed 1 taking you all the way back to the beginning, because there's like 15 games here, guys. Um, is taking you back to the beginning, came out in 2007. Is taking you back to the Third Crusade, 1191, going to the Holy Land, getting to see Jerusalem, Damascus, those places. Um, now, for those of you who know what parkour means, that uh, that concept of just running and jumping and climbing over shit, If you've seen it, you understand (laughs) that definition is awful. But parkour is really at the heart of how assassins get around. So it's very cool to watch, and the world is open to you. You you see a wall, you want to climb it, you climb that fucking wall. So that's where the game gets cool. Uh, the most notable things about the assassins is they like to wear hoods, and they have retractable blades that are along the inside of their arm uh, up to where their wrist is, so when they flick out like where spider-man would have his webbing come out there is a blade that extends so i that's and they regularly use it to kill people (laughs) like their name like tells you so assassin's creed 1 taking you to the to the holy land um assassin's creed 2 is giving you a whole different area, taking you to the height of the Renaissance in Italy, 15th and 16th century, uh, Florence, Venice, Tuscany. Um, you run into the Borgias. Uh, for those of you who are fans of that TV show or that part of history, um, the Borgias, that kind of ancient, powerful mob family. Uh- <laughs> I say mob family but come on we know we know um the 3 now 3 is where it started to get interesting cuz 3 actually took you to the world like 3 is when you went to the American Revolution this is us fighting for our, uh, our we want to be free this is our history here this is english versus the 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 americans um and you are Going back and playing as a half Indian, half uh, uh, assassin uh, character, while the Templars are trying to sway the war so that they can control the colonies. So, but it's it's very cool getting to go back there. Now, Black Flag, the next one in the chain, is taking you to the Golden Age of Piracy. This is like, <laughs> this is when everyone thinks about Pirates of the Caribbean. For you Disney people out there. That's where we're going. This is the 18th century Caribbean. You're an assassin, but you're on a fucking pirate ship. Very, very cool. Uh, Following the notorious Welsh pirate Edward Kennedy, uh, who they all are related to every previous member of the game. Um, From that point on, you move into some sub-games. Unity, which is uh, taking you into the French Revolution, There's a story that I heard that a teacher um, let his students uh, encourage his students to play Assassin's Creed Unity because the actual story built into the game has so much. Um, real history about the Russian Revolution, the French Revolution, and everything involved with it, the architecture and everything, that it was acceptable if they could separate the truth from what was in the game. Um, And he gave permission to a student. uh, He wrote a note for that student's mom saying, yes, I give permission for him to play this because that's what we're studying right now. Is it true? We don't know, but I find that fascinating. So, what I would tell you is all about these. These games put in so much effort into real history, real stories, real people. Um, so, there is a lot of history. There's a lot of things that you are learning. There's a lot of, they put the effort forth into making this as real as possible. Even though the underlying story is make believe, think of it as Titanic. Like, we all know. The movie Titanic is based on the true thing. We all know the boat went down. Was Rose and Jack real? No. They're just overlaid on top of the history. So that's what these games really are. From, uh, from Unity, which is a French Revolution, you get into Syndicate, which takes you to Victorian-age London, to Origins. Now, Origins, this is the start of it all. This is the first Assassin. So let me read this to you. Um, this game came out in 2018. So from 2007 to 2000, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 2007 to 2017 is the span that we just discussed. And these games have gotten better and better as you go from the visuals that I've seen. So the story follows a Medjay uh, named Bayak and explores the origins of a century-long conflict between the Hidden Ones, the forerunners of the Brotherhood of Assassins, who fight for peace and promote liberty, and the Order of Ancients, forerunners to the Templar Order, who desire peace through the forced imposition of order. So you are exploring your fucking climbing pyramids, ancient Egypt, in all of its glory. Um, I watched someone play this on YouTube, and I... Loved it. Um, after playing Odyssey, I kept thinking, oh, I should go get Origins. Odyssey took me so goddamn long that I, <laughs> if I played Origins, I I don't know if I'd make it through it. Uh, because Origins, I hear, is bigger than Odyssey. So, so much to see and do. Um, really brilliant. Came out 2017. Now, Odyssey, I've said it, is where is the game that I played. Um, this is taking you to ancient... Uh, uh, Greece. This is taking you to the uh, Peloponnesian War uh, between the city-state of Athens and the the Delian League and the uh, Peloponnesian League with the Spartans. Now, anyone who knows their history knows that the Spartans eventually won that war, but in this game, you can feel like you are swaying one side or the other by fighting generals and armies and and, and assassinating city leaders. (laughs) So you feel like you're part of it character story-wise this is the first time you've had a choice of of a male or a female brother and sister um you are the grandson or granddaughter to the spartan king leonidas that leonidas from the movie 300 who went off to single-handedly with his his uh, band of 300 hold off the persian armies um, and his death led to the unification of all of Greece to fight back the Persian armies. This is post that war. Uh, so <laughs> what's cool about this is that the story and real history intertwine in such a cool way. So you are this grandson or granddaughter who you are given the broken spear of Leonidas. And um, thanks to the cult's influence, you are thought to be dead now you turn up on a real island, by the way, uh, in Greece, because if you take this game map and overlay it with the real Grecian map, lots and lots and lots of overlap. So you start the game in Kefalonia, where you have been living your whole life as a mistios or a, a mercenary, and you help free a man called Bracidas. Now Bracidas is the uh is was the most distinguished spartan officer during the first decade of the peloponnesian war now this is when he's older you get to to pretty much captain his ship and so he's he's <laughs> going around very funny very nice guy. You find him a girlfriend. That's important. <laughs> um, and along the way, you meet up with Horododos. Now, Horododos is um, an ancient Greek historian who is thought to be the first one to write a book. Um, he's known to have written the book, The Histories, uh, which uh, many have said is the first collection of written histories in this territory, this kind of, of the subject of history. Um, he's considered like the father of history, even though, yes, other civilizations have uh, be well before him written down their histories uh, for the Grecian world, this was him. <laughs> so, you, but you also run into some other people that are real, that <laughs> exist um, in the real world that you might now, you, you're going to know. You're obviously going to know. You're going to know Plato. You're going to know Socrates or Socrates. Um, but what about someone like Democrates uh, or Thespin? Uh, for thespian or actor. Um, what about the one that I had a lot of fun playing his, crest, his quest, Hippocrates? Does that name sound familiar? Hippocrates? Hippocratic Oath um, so Hippocrates, uh, Hippocrates was an actual um, ancient Grecian physician and it is from him that we have the Hippocratic Oath do no harm so um, real people real history <laughs> really really fucking cool and interesting and you get to meet these people and interact with them and, and sometimes help them uh, to influence the world sometimes they ask you to assassinate people you never know uh, but a lot of fun fun um, The game, I've, I'm rambling at this point. The game is really good. It gets repetitive. I'm not going to lie. Um, go to that place, kill those people. It gets very repetitive. But what's fun is finding ways of doing it different every time. Can I get from point A to point B without actually having to kill anyone? Well, I have these. S- stubbed arrows that will knock them unconscious well let's see if i can get through this entire base only knocking people unconscious and hiding their bodies so that other people won't stumble across them and see if i can get what i need and get out without actually hurting anyone i did that quite a bit and that was super fun and i created my own little kind of thing um, where if i was going to a base or an area that were uh, spartans or um grecians were if i was doing a lot of grecian quests at the time i wasn't going to attack grecian soldiers um it didn't make sense for the overall story but so i would try to knock them out um but barbarians cultists um anyone in the cult of Ares, which were like all about human sacrifice um yeah i know i would fucking stab my neck and this is where it's fucking violent (laughs) you would take this broken hilt shove it into their throat throw them down on the ground, and then pull the blade out the other side of their neck. It was gruesome (laughs) and violent. Where this got really fun um, storyline-wise is that when they got into the DLCs, you got into the kind of not real sections, (laughs) you got into the fate of Atlantis, which is taking, this is all Grecian mythology. This is taking you to the fields of Elysium and you're meeting Persephone and Hermes and Hecate and Adonis. You can actually have sex with Adonis, God bless. Um, (laughs) All the way down to you get to meet Um, Hermes and and Hades you get to kill Cerberus um, and and this whole storyline of seeing the fields of Elysium uh, where where Hades um, put Persephone where she has to stay there um, and it's this beautiful place where the heroes get to to go and and be um, uh, their afterlife Uh, and then it eventually leads you to going to Atlantis where the the controller of Atlantis is Poseidon and how they took real history and overlaid it is that Poseidon, Hades, all these people, they are all Isu. And they look like Isu, which are like taller versions of humans. Um, but they built this story around. So even though we all know, we all want to hope that Atlantis was a real place. There are descriptions of it in in um, texts, ancient Grecian texts. Um, no one knows if it's real. But in this game, it has been rendered in every possible detail that you can go from one end to another and you can experience it and you can see how it it's just like a grecian settlement um, but it's so much more advanced well because it's being run by isu it's being run by these advanced uh these advanced species before humans so it's a really fun game i can't keep going i've recorded this i've re-recorded this section four times now because every time this i have gone (laughs) i have not been able to stop talking um so i think this is the best of them so we're gonna leave it there and if you found this boring darlings imagine the hour-long episode (laughs) so i hope you enjoyed this i think that this is a really fun um type of game because they can go anywhere which the next game they are going to some place they've never gone before. Um, they have been in, in London during the Victorian age, but we're going back to Britain this time. But this time we're going to Britain in 873 CE because we are going to the Viking invasion of Britain where we are going to be playing as Elvor, a Viking raider who becomes embroiled in the conflict between the Brotherhood of Assassins and the Templar Order. This is the next game that is coming out this november 2020 called assassin's creed valhalla uh so it's everything we love about assassins except with vikings and vikings are very hot right now so love it i'm kind of excited Um, i know there was a lot of people that were saying like go to the east go to the far east and uh yeah i i think that would be fun too but i think that this is a cool where to way to go (laughs) so i'm gonna leave it there Darlings, I'm leaving it there Uh, so I want to statistic wise I always love to talk about the stats on my show Uh, Trinidad and Tobago and uh, Czech Republic have some new listeners new downloads from those regions so if you are from those regions send me a message hit me up on social media Um, but once again when it comes to social media please send me a message that you are a listener of the podcast I don't add anyone because too many trolls Uh, (laughs) lots of fake people And those fake people are really weird sometimes. So please send me a message, tell me that you are a podcast listener, and I will definitely add you. Um, The episode last week was the fastest download and most viewed episode I've had. So after 21 episodes over the last three months... I am so thankful for, for everyone who has been enjoying the podcast, um, this latest episode, getting the D (laughs) get the D. Um, I may be sending the wrong message, but, uh, no, uh, give it a listen. It's, it's a great episode. So guys, uh, like I said before, go and vote on your favorite Gyllenhaal twenties, thirties, or forties. Very important. I want your information. Hit me on social media so you guys can find Donna Sugars. The Donna Sugars show is on Facebook. But if you are that kind of old school, you want to send me a voicemail, which I will play on this show unless you tell me not to, 716-236-8599. Or you can send me a vo- uh, an email, me at donnasugars.com. So, Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a great night. Kisses, darlings. Bye.